uh, when you guys were talking earlier, I kept setting off the Siri on my computer and I kept trying to say something. I don't know what you were saying. I guess certain words sound like Siri. Hey Siri. Because you have to say hey Siri, right? Let's see if it works. Hey Siri. Yeah, that's all you had to say. Hey Siri. How can I help? Did yours do it? Yeah. Whenever I said it or only no, when I you said it? I think only when I said it. So does it, does it only recognize your voice? Here, hold them both. See if it works. Hey, Siri. Only yours? And now let me hold both. <laughs> hey, Siri. Only mine. It is voice recognized. This is the Uplink Marketing Podcast. My name is Evan Chastine, and I am your host alongside Hudson Phillips. And you just heard a clip of me learning that Siri recognizes my voice over anybody else's. In this episode, we're going to be talking about planning versus guessing using driving to work metaphors. This episode was inspired by a quote from the book Rework, which is a book Hudson and I talk about often here in the office and we highly recommend. To learn more about Uplink Marketing or to have a podcast like this for your business, feel free to reach out to me at evan at uplinkmarketing.com and I'd be happy to chat. Hope you enjoy today's episode. When's the last time you planned something? Um, vacations? Well, gosh, I'm. it's funny. I'm in the middle of planning an entire tour right now with our movie. That's right. So that's like that the, that's a, a big lot. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it goes back to, was it our first podcast that we really talked about? Um, um, like just jumping into it. Yeah. Just you know? doing it. Just doing yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very not. much what this is. We had been toying with it for months, trying to figure out distribution for our film. Right. And so like, you know, the most exciting thing would be some Hollywood distribution company would come along and scoop us up. And we were kind of like crossing our fingers for that and trying to get it in the right people's hands. And then, I was inspired by a, a female filmmaker, uh, Naomi McDougal Jones, who took her film on this um, like RV tour. Which, you know, you have experience yeah, yeah. in RV. Love she it. went uh, 50 cities all around the United States uh, and showed her movie in each of these cities. Um, so really inspired by her. And we knew we wanted to do that. And we kept kind of dragging our feet. And finally, um, we had made some asks of colleges uh, to come speak and share the film. And this one college got back with us and set a date. And I was like, oh, well, now it's happening. So like we started booking all around that date with different colleges and different places. And it was very much of, um, if it's going to happen, if you just do it, it's going to happen. If you don't just do it, it's never going to happen. Right. I mean, yeah, you yeah. can plan and plan and plan and nothing will happen without the action. Right. So I don't know, yeah. maybe, maybe that's a good example, but, but at the same time, I feel like I'm doing a very poor job of planning it because I'm favoring action over, uh, uh, strategy right exactly yeah um i'd rather if i had taken another year to plan we probably could have gotten all the dates back to back and plan on exactly what city we're going to be in specific ass um you say that yeah but maybe that's not. like the maybe not that's like the ideal but i am feeling very much that right now that um that battle between doing it right and just doing it yeah i think the in the first podcast we the quote we used, which was was which was from James Clear, was 
if you're not doing anything, it's better to do something than focus on strategy. If you're already doing something, it's better to focus on strategy than doing the next thing. Uh, so yeah, the fact that you have great. one booked now allows you to focus on strategy, but actually getting one booked was the best thing to focus on. If we follow this right. you know, axiom or principle, yeah, then, yeah. then you're actually following it. Yeah, in a lot of things in life, I am very much motivated by momentum, which is, in this case, you book one stop. Oh, now the momentum's going. Right, right. Right. So there's, and kind of chasing that of like, what's in your face right now? Seeing that through, seeing where it goes. Uh, Iron Man, what's his name? Tony Stark? Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was on a podcast with Joe Rogan and he kind of, somebody asked him the question, are you really as confident as you come across to people? And he, he didn't use the word momentum in it, but it was a very, the concept was similar. He said, if I feel the wind moving in the direction that I'm headed, I go with it. And that is this idea that it, it, he didn't have to do the push. He wasn't running against the wind. He's like, right. I am very confident when I feel the wind at my back. So yeah. yet, yes, I am this confident as, as I'm coming across, but I also know that the wind does what the wind does. Right. It changes. You don't fight against it. Well, no, like <clears throat> it could change at any moment, huh. which would affect his sure confidence. Or he that. finds the wind, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a quote that made me think of, um, uh, oh shoot guy's name um british dude was on oprah wrote uh the kind of uh um recognize your strengths book what did, not malcolm gladwell anyways my brain uh this guy he, he does this quote where he says i'm a terrible speaker i'm a terrible public speaker unless i know what i'm talking about and then i'm a great public speaker Right? Oh yeah, and I kind of feel like that too. I like relate I, to that. Yeah, I do some speaking as well, uh, and I am god awful at it. But when I know what I'm talking, and the same goes for social situations. Like I am terrible at a random neighborhood party, but if I'm at a film festival, I'm great, right? Because there's a certain kind of confidence that comes with knowing what you're talking about. And yeah, yeah, and and, and uh, <laughs> this podcast is not a good example. Well, of that. I th- I think it is because we know we've accepted entering into these conversations that we don't really know, we don't know. we're exploring together. Yeah. And that's another type of social situation that's outside of either knowing or un, un- or not knowing. And it doesn't necessarily have to do as much with confidence, but it's exploring together. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, my hope is that like, we say things that people that are listening are like, you guys are stupid. Like my that's hope is that people so are not listening yeah. Yeah, at all. <laughs> Uh, but it's a safe space that we can say things that we're thinking and struggling with that may not be factual or true whatsoever. Totally, totally. Okay, so the very first question I asked you is that when's the last time you planned something? Yeah. And you answered such a big thing that you're planning. So I'm wondering, because in, and this is where this next question comes from, my thought was I planned what I was doing today. Like uh, I was going to, when I was going to come, what time I was going to come yeah, to the office, right? which is such a minor plan compared to the one that you mentioned. So whenever you think of plans, do you think of, uh, is it have a really big connotation to you or yeah, small? Well, you or noticed, neither? The like, first what, thing I thought of was a trip because a trip requires. Oh planning. yeah, that's right. You said vacation. Um, a trip requires planning, a, a tour, a marketing campaign requires planning. Uh, 
what order I do things in a particular day. For instance, whether or not I came into the office today, I was thinking about just staying at home because I had this long list of things to do. And um, it really wasn't as much a decision as, I mean, there was no planning. It was, I was driving in my car (laughs) and I had to decide which way to go. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to the work. Um, knowing that we could record the podcast and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, again, well, thank you for doing more, that. <laughs> yeah, a little more recovery, uh, motivation to do that. Um, but yeah, there wasn't any planning. So I guess I don't think about that as planning. But now I'm, I'm kind of liking that we're talking about planning in very small ways and planning in very giant ways. And we can test and see if our theories about planning are true in both cases. Absolutely. So there was a quote that Spon- uh, spurred. I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say sponsored. Spawned. Sponsored. There's a quote that spurred this idea to do a planning episode. One is we don't have as much time today because you do have this long list and, and we want to keep it a little shorter and talk about something that we've talked about in the past, which is this book, Rework, that we've talked about before. You recommended to me. Yeah. And there's a quote in it that I really like and relate to partially because I, I just don't like planning and we can get more into that or not in a minute. But the quote is, working without a plan may seem scary, but blindly following a plan that has no relationship with reality is even scarier. Yeah. So it's given you two options in this quote. It's saying plan things out or well it's saying go by a plan either way right can you read it one more time? yeah yeah so the, uh, i'll uh, i've got it here in front of me so there's yeah. two types of fear really okay uh, that it's trying to tap into and and one is a more extreme version of fear and one is still fear one is working without a plan right so the opposite of that would be working with a plan is not very scary right. but then working with a plan that has no relationship to reality mm. is even scarier than not having a plan at all. Right. So it's not necessarily saying that planning is bad and that having a plan is bad. Uh, it's not even saying not planning is bad. It's just tapping, talk, tapping into these two different types of fears. I yeah, guess. it's really, I mean, it seems to be talking about being married to a plan that is kind of gospel, right? So it's, it's chiseled in stone. We can't go away from the plan. Um, and I'm trying to think of what in my life is like that. Cause I know certain things are, um, do you have it, examples? What, well, what's chiseled in stone for you in terms of when you make a plan, you have to follow it to achieve. That's a good question. Um, I'm sure if my wife, Grace were here, she would tell you exactly <laughs> the types of things that throw me off. Cause I know they exist and they're things that I don't think about, and, and which I like the word that's used in this quote, which is blindly following, yeah. uh, which are the types of things that I just kind of expect because they exist as a part of my routine, I guess. Right. But that comes from a plan. So, Well, well let's use as an example something easy. What, what way do you come to get to work, right? You have a way that you go every single day. Um, if you were to pull up Waze or um, Maps app of some sort, traffic app, um, it may tell you to go a different way, right? So you have a plan. It could take you twice as long to get where you're going by following your everyday plan. Right. But if every day you look for ways to adjust it, you could be saving yourself time depending on an accident or, or weather or whatever, right? Sure, sure. School, being in, whatever. Um, so that's kind of on ba- most base terms, a kind of simple metaphor to look at it. Right. I like that. Driving to work. I had to I had to 
use a different scenario because I live a mile away. There's really only one way to <laughs> get here in the morning. Uh, but I understand the, the concept of it. There, Yeah, that, that type of a plan, that type of a reality that you just go to and then if something throws it off. Right. But now you have to have a plan. If you just start driving, you're not going to get where you're going, right? Like you have to know. Ooh, that's a good question. I like yeah. exploring this because yeah. – where why are you going where you're going would be like my question to that and so this year grace and i on the road uh we planned our year out kind of where we wanted to go how far we wanted to go where we wanted to be in what season so that we could have nice weather and we threw that out the window on day two of our 10 month journey that's funny and i would say 99 percent of our travel was leaving one place and driving without a plan huh so each day or, or every few days we would just leave where we were and now there now i say that there was a plan of what direction right like hey we want to go to this area but there, that plan was very loose and, and we were forced to loosen it because there was so much unknown and there was so many obstacles that would get in the way of whatever we thought was going to happen on such a journey, uh, which maybe our lives are similar journeys. Um, but anyways, we, we attempted to follow the plan, not blindly, but follow it. And we learned to work with a very loose plan. Not that a plan wasn't in place. It was just very different than what we expected. Yeah. Man, who knew we could talk about plans for so long? Yeah, so uh, one more thing on this. In the book, they recommend, and they practice, I guess, uh, more than they recommend. In their business uh, with Basecamp and their software development, they practice using the word guessing instead of planning. Uh, What kinds of thoughts do you have on using the word guessing instead of using the word planning? Well, I wanted to... I'm going to see if I can't segue into that by okay. st- taking one step back real quick. Um, I, you know, doing, we were both friends with this life coach guy um, and going through his, we've both been through his um, courses and things. And one of the things he talks about is uh, intentionally planning for adventure, right? And so planning and adventure don't really go together um, because you think, oh, adventure should be spur of the moment, right? And I think of that line from, is it, uh, when Harry met Sally and um, she's talking about how she has this uh, boyfriend and um, they didn't want to have kids because they wanted to be able to go off to Rome at a moment's notice and like all these kind of things. And he asked her, well, how many times did you do that? And she's like, well, never. Um, And so, and it made me think of this principle of like, you have to plan for adventures. You have to plan like you guys wouldn't have gone out on your 10 month RV adventure without a plan, right? Like right. there has to be, you're, that's just not on a whim. Um, so applying that to. I, I really like that, by the way. Yeah. Because there's something, especially in me more than grace, I idealize the whim. Right. And and not so much planning for the adventure. And it, yeah, it's less, uh, it's kind of less sexy to have to plan for, oh, yeah. to go out on a whim, right? Totally. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if I tell people my wife and I went out on a, 10 month RV journey across the United States. I think the first picture that comes to mind is like, we just 
packed yeah. up everything in a <laughs> yeah. day and left. Yeah. Uh, but we spent four months prepping. <laughs> yeah. I would guess the people that you think are most fly by the seat of their pants are the people that plan the most. Uh, yes. And yeah. I think it's a different type of planning, though. They think yeah. about planning differently than what we're talking about, though. Yeah, maybe you're right. So, are, so when you think of those people, are they doing this guessing kind of planning? That's a good question. Um, y- yes, in the sense that they're okay with plans changing. Right. Which yeah. makes, like, what makes a plan a guess? Mm. If the plan doesn't go according to plan, then it became, like, initially then it was just a guess. So I think it's just a more accurate term for a plan. Right. Uh, because, it, or, or I guess it... Uh, is more realistic. It's attached more to reality when you use the word guess rather than plan. Because gotcha. plan has this connotation where you know what's going to happen. After A, here comes B. After B, here comes C. And it's all laid out in front of you. Huh. A guess would say, I think after A is B. And I think after B is C. But let's see what happens. Right. And if not, I'm going to make some adjustments. Right. And it doesn't change guess. the fact that there's yeah. still an A that leads to B that leads to C you just kind of hold things a little more loosely. And I think as a culture for a business, the idea of uh, allowing your people to think of a plan as a guess allows for freedom, allows for autonomy, allows for people to speak up without being intimidated about mm, speaking up. Yeah. So these are, and this is probably why they wrote the, the word guess. They're big culture people and strategy yeah. people. Uh, so in that sense, my answer to you would be yes, the type of people that, are planning differently, are guessing, not planning. There is something about the word guess that makes my heart race a lot more than plan. Like there, there's not, it, like it doesn't feel concrete. It doesn't feel yeah. like something you can hang something on. You totally. Know? Well, and it, to even take it back to simple, the one that you mentioned earlier, I'm just guessing the way that I'm going to go home when I leave here today. Right. In reality, yeah, that's a complete guess because right. I don't know quite yet what's going to be on that one one mile stretch (laughs) yeah there could be uh road work detours and and the options i think are truly infinite yeah that that make that a guess more than a plan if you were to apply a percentage to plans that don't work out like that you (laughs) intend what would you guess that percentage would be goodness like 99 like do you think it's Virtually all plans turn into guesses? I think all plans start as guesses. And then... Goodness. I don't know. I would have to do some more thinking to give a... to give a. Do you have a, a, a feeling one way or another on it? Yeah, I have a feeling it's... What is your feeling I, on I have it? a feeling it's almost 100%. Of them are more guesses than plans as well, far as how they turn that, out. Like I, like I mentioned guess makes my heart race cause you can't hang anything on it. But I think the truth is every plan is a guess. We just don't use that language. Like you said. Right. Right. And I think there is a little, like the heart racing part of it, uh, probably prevents us from using that language. So anyways, I think we would benefit as a maybe a society, not even businesses and stuff, which mm-hmm. we didn't really tie this back to marketing today, other yeah. than to say, uh, how, I, I don't want to go too much longer. I want to respect your time. Oh, no, it's fine. In marketing, oftentimes we're selling plans, not guesses. Like, yeah. guesses aren't even sexy to sell to somebody. What's the difference between a plan and a promise? Well, a promise is 
telling you that after A, I promise you B comes. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then I lose your trust on C coming after B. Right, right. So you better be pretty certain of that plan. Yeah, but but even as you're asking me, I'm like, well, now I feel like I should go easy on people that make me promises. Right, yeah. <laughs> because there's no way to actually yeah, promise anything. I guess it's yeah. just, so if there were tiers of certainty, guess would be low, plan would be middle, and promise would be high. So let's uh, go back to the traffic metaphor. Um I can guarantee, well, I, I can't guarantee. I was about to say, I can guarantee that I can get home today, but that's not even a guarantee. No, that's... Chances are pretty good that I'll get home today. Yeah, you can promise me that you'll get home right. today. Chances yeah. are not great that I could tell you exactly how long it'll take me to get home, what turns I'll take, what traffic will be like, who will be in front of me. The more detailed you get, the more you're guessing. Yeah, So this yeah. is an interesting way to look at businesses. I can sell you... I'm Apple. I can sell you a phone that does A, B, and C. When I start to promise 24 hours of battery life or um, the screen will never break or you drop it in the ocean and it'll be fine. Like the, like the more you over-promise, you, you lose that uh, trust. If you don't deliver on it, if you if, which I guess would be it. the definition yeah, of over promise, yeah, yeah, yeah. promising something that you can't deliver on. Yeah. But you also don't want to say this might do these things. <laughs> yeah. Like this That's screen might worse. not break. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's this weird game you're playing. And even whenever you make promises, if, if Apple, I mean, I just, whenever you said the screen break, I thought of Elon Musk on stage with his truck. Right, yeah. Being like, this window will <laughs> yeah, not shatter. Yeah. And the guy throws the ball at it and it just shatters. Yeah. It's like, there was a promise made to Elon. Right. Like, there was, nobody was, nobody said, hey, Elon, I, I guess if yeah. you throw this there, it's not going to break. Or let's, you know, maybe it's not going to break. Somebody told him to say, our windows are indestructible and we've right. done tests, like, we're good to go. Somebody promised that. That yeah. was not a plan or a guess. Right. And they didn't follow through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, I guess. Good conversation. <laughs> um, so any other takeaways for uh, in terms of marketing or um, business? So Sorry. for me, it is a guess and pivot strategy. It's kind of the words that come to mind instead of plan. Uh, and another thing in rework is they say really enjoy being small, being a small business mm. because you can guess and pivot much easier than when you're a big business. Yep. You can't guess and pivot as quickly or as easy. So True. for me right now, being a one man operation, a few contractors, I am guessing and pivoting more than I'm planning and I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm trying to soak in this time in my life where I have the ability to guess and pivot. Yeah. What about Do you, you think in terms of planning, you mentioned something the other day about uh, doing this. You think through what could go wrong. Is that kind of thing? So is that part of planning for you now? Because you know if planning is guessing, if planning is pivoting, isn't part of that process pr- trying to predict what's going to go wrong? Yes and no. I'm, I may be – so the practice, it was the inversion practice. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. So the inversion practice, I don't know if it's a plan what's going to go wrong. 
uh, it's a plan to go wrong, if you will. Like, I'm going to destroy my own idea. Uh, Not and in in doing so, you're coming up with ways that your idea could be stro- destroyed in his creativity right, right, practice. Right, right, yeah. I I can't say that I engage in that a whole lot right now. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy the practice, and I did apply it to this podcast. I listen yeah. to them more, and I'm working to put music on it and improve the podcast because of that inversion practice. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but it's not something that I apply to everything. And I'm kind of thinking now that I've said it out loud, uh, if. <laughs> In trying to come up with the things that will go wrong, you're still hanging on to planning, right? You're planning for things to go wrong. When really guessing and pivoting isn't foreseeing it. It's letting it happen and then reacting, right? Sure. There is an uh, The pivot is definitely a reaction. Whether it's a reinforcing or... Would it be de-enforcing? What's the opposite of reinforcement? <laughs> let's yeah, let's call it de-enforcement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, whether it's positive or negative enforcement. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's definitely a reaction, which is a feedback loop. So you're just creating a little feedback loop to continue going the direction you're going or change directions. Yeah. Which is weird because I have a negative relationship with only reacting. Like I don't... Whenever you say that, I'm like, I don't want to say that I'm only react. Like, I don't, I don't like that, but I don't know why I don't like that. Yeah, one thing we haven't talked about is kind of personality, and maybe we can wrap up with this. But um, it takes a bit of pride to say my plan is right, and I'm not moving from it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think we might call it safety, but in reality, it's a bit of ego. Sure, and uh, like whenever you say that, I think of Steve Jobs. Oh uh, yeah. And then maybe the other 1,000 people that were in tech at the same time he he was that were confident about something that didn't work. Right, yeah. Like, uh, it, he can't be the story that everybody holds on to. Right. But he was very confident to his plan to the point where he would lose friends to make his plan happen. Yeah. From the stories I've heard. But, uh, yeah, the personality does play a role in that. Which I think we both have fairly, uh, Jordan Peterson would call them agreeable personalities. Right. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. So guess and pivot. Yeah, I'm into this. I like this one because it made me um, think in real time, which is a good thing. I need to think in real time more often and not just... I have, an, I have an answer for that. I have something to talk about about that. Yeah, yeah. This is a good one. Cool. Uh, thanks for listening to the Uplink Marketing Podcast. Hudson is planning a tour with his film that he produced and wrote. Called... Yeah, you can check that out at thisworldalone.com. Yeah, thisworldalone.com. Uh, he's looking for college campuses to go to and show the film. And scriptblast.com is also something you're doing right now. Yeah. And this is the Uplink Marketing Podcast, uplinkmarketing.com. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to explain what that was, the script. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't know if you were. <laughs> no, I felt like you were pausing for me to jump in, and I didn't. I'm like, yep. Uh, script Blast is an organization to help us struggling screenwriters. Um, Evan, thank you for the conversation. Thanks for the conversation.
actually going to put in the um, show notes the author. I could not think of the name of Marcus Buckingham. Marcus. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Is that the quote? What's the quote? Okay, that's okay. I'll just put uh, the guy's name Hudson couldn't think of is Marcus Buckingham. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>